0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome
1: network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: This podcast on 973 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Be the fan. This is
0: good stuff. Always good stuff.
2: This is San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fan. KWFN and KWFN HD1 San Diego. For the best Padres talk in San Diego, listen to the John Cantara Show. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Bannon Woods
3: try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul and me, it doesn't scream
0: athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this.
2: With Ben Higgins. Go to hell pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Rindle. All right. Get ready tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods on 973 the Fan. Do the show, bitch.
3: Yeah, you got it. All right, my friends, we are halfway home. On an NLCS game three Friday, we are live from Ballast Point, down here in Little Italy, and uh, the Tier Ones are out. Thank you guys. Maybe our uh, our youngest Tier One, Luciana, is over there. She Hi is there. Eight months old. Says she listens every day. She went to uh, five. She didn't say that she listens every day. Her mom did. She can't talk yet. She went to five games. Five Padre games this year.
4: The metrics say that she is a very cute baby. Yes, I, metrics. I high uh, on the metrics rating.
3: Absolutely. She is beautiful. Look at her, eight months old, out here, uh, watching Ben and Woods, which I – she says they listen every day. I don't know how to feel about it, that we're, like, <laughs> influencing eight-month-old babies. And, and when every time I meet a, a, a dad or a mom and say, oh, me and my four-year-old listen every day, I'm like, I, I don't know if I like this or not. I don't, but – I'm happy that they that they do.
4: I always apologize for you. I know you do. Whatever I, I meet a well, child who they listens they to the show. They always tell
5: us, "Oh yeah, we listen every morning on our way to school to don't do this." I know, and I'm like, and I'm like probably uh, not
3: the best segment. No kidding. I'm like last night, you know. S- domestic violence like it's just like all should right should we
4: like play one of those like PG-13 disclaimers before the segment we this, could just play baby this Sh- segment is not appropriate for certain uh listeners viewer listener discretion is advised let's
3: just play baby shark from 7:30 to 8 <laughs> so it'll be just like when i'm at home uh no but thank you guys for coming out thank you for listening thanks for your support of our program uh been together almost 5 years here and this has just been so we've had so many special moments over the years that uh, we've gotten to be a part of with this fan base. You know, obviously the Manny Machado signing, I'll, I'll say kind of put us on the map as far as a, a show goes. Uh, stayed on a little extra that day, uh, took calls, got real fired up about it. And, you know, we've, we've seen the emergence um, and the, the downfall, I guess, of Fernando Tatis Jr. He will be back. We'll all be pulling for him. We've had the trade deadlines uh, have been incredible. And now this run, though, after everything else we've been through, is so much more special than anything we've been a part of.
4: All right, this segment of Bennett Woods is brought to you by the Golf Mart. Let's You're get sitting to there it. waiting to read that liner. It is time for our management reports.
2: Good morning, Pondres fans. <sighs> it's time for the management report. Yeah! Let's catch up with a member of the front office and get the latest on a Friar Friday. Let's go, Padres. It's the Management Report with Ben and Woods. Come on. On the home of the Padres, 97.3 The Fan.
4: And now we go to the city of brotherly love on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Joined by the president of baseball operations and general manager for the San Diego Padres, A.J. Preller and little birdie told us that uh, A.J. already got some hoops in this morning. Is that correct, A.J.? In, in Philly, you got a game already in Philly?
1: Yeah, we had a chance to, uh, to play a little bit of Villanova with, uh, with Tony Gwynn Jr. So it was a chance to get our minds off baseball for a minute and uh, kind of pass the hours until, until the game
3: tonight. I mean, I know they got some, some ballers out here on the West Coast, but I, the East Coast, Villanova, I mean, that's a, that's a serious game there.
1: I don't know if you saw the if you saw the games more you wouldn't think so. I
3: don't
1: think. A to so, run around, so
4: so AJ, I wanted to ask you. And I don't know that I've ever asked you this before, but I know you grew up in Long Island, and I mean, usually you know Long Islanders cheer for the Mets and they hate the Phillies. Did you did you grow up hating the Phillies and you know Mike Schmidt and you know that 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 crew from that era?
1: Uh, no, I actually I grew up a Yankee fan growing up. Uh, oh, so you didn't you know, care Island, about the it, Phillies? <laughs> it yeah, it doesn't actually. You know, does, in New York, I think it's, you know I think sometimes it's a hey, Long Island closer to Queens. So, so but it, but there's it's pretty split. You know, Yankees and in that in that part of town. I actually did an internship. My first job in baseball was with the Phillies. So I did an internship. while I was in school with the Phillies, and uh, still some people here that uh, that were working there at the time. So uh, it's, it's always always fun to come back a little bit. Well,
3: if there's one thing we know, I mean, I'm obviously very uh, excited about how the the crowds have showed up at Petco Park. I got to take my little guy to his first playoff game the other day, and I'll say it, man. I was a little nervous. It was a day game. It was 90 degrees, and I was like, man, I hope we don't get seat shamed on Twitter today. And I looked around, AJ. I mean, every seat was packed. It was jamming. People were out. Uh, in droves now we know that's going to happen in philly tonight um how do you like how do you like watching the boys play on the road because i, I really enjoyed i think they've uh, risen to that challenge on more than one occasion this year and I, th- I feel like they're pretty comfortable on the road
1: yeah i think it's uh i do i think i think the uh, i think the new york series honestly i think it was you know obviously a big challenge challenge in the test and i think it probably helped us honestly the fans in new york are so energetic and loud and intense and i think uh you know, the first five games on the road, Trevor Hoffman told me that. He said, I think I was playing the first five on the road from New York to L.A. Uh, you know, he felt like, you know, kind of helped us getting into the playoff run. And obviously, then coming back home and seeing the energy that the, the fans brought at Petco uh, for the Dodgers series and in the first two games of the LCS uh, is a huge part for the guys. So, you know, I think they've enjoyed this. It's going to be a, a wild atmosphere tonight, I'm sure, with some intense fans that are, you know, excited about their team. But, uh, yeah, I think the guys are looking forward to it.
4: AJ, what's your take on the impact of, of ballpark factors? Uh, we know Petco Park, you know, suppresses runs. Citizens Bank Park uh, encourages offense. How much do you put into that, though, in, in crafting your team, in, you know, talking with Bob Melvin about, you know, lineups and strategy? The difference is pretty extreme in these two ballparks.
1: Yeah, I think for the most part. I mean, you try to factor everything in, but I think for the most part, you know, good, good baseball and good players, I think they're they, – find a way to do their things really in any environment so i think ultimately you know i think we'll look at you know obviously from the pitching standpoint who's throwing and you know left right matchup and different things like that i think you're gonna have some success there but you know the ballpark factor or just you know i think it's more, it's more about just building your team you know in a way that uh that you're complete and you know can handle things on on the offensive and defensive end and and, and go from there we're not gonna not gonna stray too far from that
3: Trying to remember the last time we talked to you, AJ. Uh, we're joined by AJ Preller here on Ben and Woods this morning. I'm trying to remember the last time we talked to you, and if I had had the chance to ask you about um, somebody that that you know really had a tough year and that has really shown uh for the Padres in the postseason that's Trent Grisham um I mean it, it you know we were kind of making the case look for his glove and his glove alone and he was nominated for a gold glove uh he's got to play in the playoffs the offense that he's provided the spark at the bottom of the lineup the, him and Nola and those guys it's really been incredible um did you have conversations with Trent trying to you know maybe was he was he close to the ledge and you were kind of pulling him back or how did that go?
1: Yeah, I think with I think with Trent, um, you know, I, I think you know we've again like, I think there's a lot of belief in Trent as a player. Obviously, he had a year that, you know, not really representative, you know, numerically of the kind of player he's been. He'll be the first to tell you that. And I think conversations that we've had with Trent, you know, as a group and individually, has just really been telling him, you know, you know, that there's a lot of belief in him, and you know, our best team has him in center field. He's an impact defender. Uh, you know, he's a guy who can hit the ball, the ballpark. He gives you quality at bat, you know, knows the strike zone. And, you know, these struggles this year, I think, are going to make him better in the long run. And, and probably the second thing we tell him is, you know, this postseason is really a second season. And it's a chance for him to go out. He goes out and has a big postseason and, you know, leads us to uh, to playoff victories. That's what people are going to remember. So, um, you know, I think a credit to him. He's a hard worker. He's responded really well, and he's played great baseball. And, I think everybody's going to be able to see uh, he's been an impact player in in this postseason. and I mean, just his value alone defensively has been a big part of it, and I'm just really happy happy for him.
4: Speaking of – we're talking to A.J. Preller, general manager of the Padres. Speaking of a gold glove finalist, are you looking for someone you can stick in there at third base as a late defensive replacement for the non Gold Glove well, finalist Manny Machado there at third AJ. He's clearly a
3: liability AJ. <laughs> clearly, I mean, tell yeah. Bob that you know, he, he, based on the metrics, him and Brandon Jury are the same player down at third. So <laughs> six of one, half a dozen of the other, I
1: guess. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, we've seen it obviously the last few years here in San Diego. Everybody, baseball fans, getting a chance to see it here in the playoffs. He's uh, plays both sides of the ball. He's been exceptional, and I think the plays he's made, even just uh, you know, just the other day, he made. Couple of great plays, and he's, he's been that way for us all year. And, and in the playoffs, it's a lot of fun to see him do his his thing on the big stage. And yeah, he's uh, he's been an MVP. He's been a Gold Glove. He's been uh, he's been tremendous. He he's mad, right?
3: Like he I I put my reputation. You take. know, he's not. He He laughs. Is mad. He, laughs. he does he not he laugh. He works so hard on his defense. He's so good. He's mad. Yes, tell me
1: yes. I haven't talked to Manny about it, but I, I do know Manny's got pride. You know. You know one of the best players in the game, so uh, exactly. I think uh, you know he should be recognized for that. And yeah, I mean, if, it's, uh, if it if it motivates him and uh, gets him to, to continue playing uh, playing at the level he's playing, so be it. But I think we all see it in San Diego. We know what he's about. The team knows what he's about. and You know, I don't think I don't think that that, that recognition or honor this year is is, uh, is really influencing. anything. think you know he's ready to play tonight for sure.
3: Like, we get overlooked for awards all the time here on Ben and Woods, and I'm furious no, so. about just, it <laughs> all the time. All the time. No one
4: appreciates us. Other than most flubs, we definitely yeah, we definitely win do that. that one yep. for sure. Uh, AJ, we were just talking about this. Obviously, the uh, the accelerated start to the season, part of the uh, the readjusted schedule. They took some off days out of the playoffs, so... Normally there'd be a travel day left in this series. Now it, it's potentially five more games in five days. How much does that affect the strategy? When each game is so important, it feels like you, you have to do everything you can to win. But how much do you manage and, and, and you know, plan for potential future games when it comes to, you know, bullpen usage and starters and everything like that?
1: Yeah, it, it's affected us for sure. I mean, I think I think we, we started talking about it really with uh, – probably about a week to 10 days left in the regular season just trying to plan everything out. I think part of it too, like the roster rules at the end of the year where you don't have the expanded roster, you only have 28, you know, you have a, a two player, you know, expansion set of in the past, you could add as many players as you wanted. So that was tricky too. Like when you get to the end of the season, and you're trying to figure out, you know, with the one day off and you're going to play on Friday in that wild card round, how you kind of end the year. And then the other thing is we've just been playing all the way through as the wild card team. So Uh, And I think trying to, you know, with baseball, trying to make sure that the playoffs aren't going in the middle of November with the extra round, you know, I think we've looked at it as, hey, this is a a different deal in terms of, you know, it's it's honestly more like a second regular season. And we've got the five in a row this this week. Um, So all of that's been part of our decisions. You need a deeper staff. You know, some years in the postseason, it feels like teams can go with, you know, six or seven pitchers basically total, you know, starters in the pen. That's not going to be the case this year, especially for the wild card team. So we've we planned accordingly. We think we have a deep roster and a deep pitching staff, and I think that's going to come into play here this week for sure, and, and uh, really throughout the whole playoffs.
4: Well, AJ, uh, really appreciate it. We'll let you get on with your day. I know uh, you know we still got many hours until game time, and uh, we got a lot of tier ones here who want to wish you well. So uh, for AJ Preller, they've all turned out here at Ballast Point in Little Italy this morning. Uh, the support back in San Diego, you saw it, has been incredible. We're wishing you well. Uh, hopefully hopefully you come back and we don't even have to play on Monday. But if you do, you know it's going to be packed out there, and we look forward to seeing you back here in San Diego.
1: All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Looking forward Thanks, to AJ. it.
4: Thanks, A.J. A.J. Preller, general manager of the San Diego Padres. Uh, good stuff there with A.J. So you, uh, you were right. Uh, he thinks Manny's going to be uh, – he's got pride.
3: Yeah, he does. He'll be a little mad. He does, and he should. He absolutely should. It, it, you know, it, it would be really, really tough being – the literal best at your position and continuing to get overlooked in popularity contests uh, by managers and coaches and um, you know, but listen, he, he knows who he is. We know who he is. Like A.J. said, we watch him on a day-to-day basis. He's spectacular. Uh, there's really – I've never seen anybody like him in my 40 – what am I, 47? It, since I started watching baseball, Benny, it's been 35, 40 years. I've never seen any, anybody like him. Not even close. It's I mean, I, the, I really um, haven't.
4: It's the efficiency, the the fluidity. The flair. Um, the – the, 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 the internal
3: movement, the internal clock. The,
4: oh, yeah, the internal clock. Where he ungodly. knows Exactly how hard tick, he needs tick, to throw tick, it. Bam! Right you know, there. If, if it's it can, insane. If it can be a uh, a sixty mile an hour throw or a ninety five yeah. mile an hour throw, and he knows. Make sure he always gets him by step right over there at, at first base. It is absolutely incredible what I've seen these last few years from him uh, defensively. No it question. is. It's artistry, it really is what is. it is.
3: He is. He's an artist.
4: A golden artist, and
3: like most artists, he won't be appreciated till after his time is over. And I think that's unfortunate. So, um, yeah, you know, we again, we know him well enough to know he's going to be like, huh, okay, all right. I mean, he's not going to go kick a locker down or no, anything he like won't, that. He, he won't say
4: anything. Maybe he'll he'll have one little joking comment about it. He'll publicly. make a
3: spectacular play and then yeah. look at his glove or something. Yeah. Some, you know, he's going to he's going to talk his ass because he always does. But uh, as he should. I mean, again, we talk all the time about. Imagine being that good at something, where you just know, you just know that you're that great, and that's what Manny is, and, um, you know, looking for a big night from him tonight, man, really, I really am, I, I, I fully expect him to go off tonight.
4: Well, there's still time to come down and join us here in Little Italy at the Ballast Point Tasting Room, um, well, we're going to be here all day with 97.3 The fans. so uh, right through our show, Coach John, Kentereck, Gwynn, and Chris, all the way to pregame at 337, and uh, there's your pregame host back there. Let's give it up for Sam Levin. Yes, yeah, Sammy. Uh, we'll put Sammy on the air a little bit later in the show as well today. Uh, we would love to see you out here before 10 a.m., though. Come down. Uh, serving up coffee, uh, some pastries here early, and you can always uh, watch the Padres during the postseason at the San Diego Ballas Point tasting room. Enjoy $5 Swing and Fryer Ale Pints, Ballast Point, the official craft beer of the Padres and the best post-game celebration beer. Let's go, Padres. We'll be back more live with better Woods right after a check of traffic here yeah. on ninety-seven through The Fan.
6: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
4: Don't forget, you can always listen to Jesse Agler, Tony Gwynn Jr., called Padres Baseball right from your phone on the free Odyssey app. You can download it today. That includes uh, postseason games. Even though the Padres aren't on local TV anymore, they continue to carry on here on 97.3 The Fan, which is great. More Tony and more Jesse is always a good thing for us. Yep. Uh, we were talking when Craig was on about Halloween briefly. And I know you've got two little kids. Yep. Halloween Probably pretty big, I know they like to pick out their costumes early, looking forward to trick or treating
3: oh they're so they're
4: so stoked for it. What happens when Halloween coincides with game three of the World Series at Petco Park, and everyone in San Diego is either at the game or watching the game on television and doesn't want to be walking around the neighborhood with their six and seven year olds asking for candy door to door all night
3: I Do think we I move think move Halloween like to the day before or something so. I think you guys know how serious I am about being a father, how yes. much I love being a father. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's what I feel like I was put on this earth to do. That being said, if it's World Series at Petco Park, what did Michael Jordan say? F them kids, dude. It's Halloween. will be back next year, October 31st. I, I'm going. I have I, my wife. It's one of those instances where I say, look, look, are you ringing the? Are we going to
4: ring the bell on you here in a second? No, doesn't she want to watch the Padres game too. She does. You can't make her just take the kids going trick or treating without you. It's really ring un- the
3: bell. It's really unfortunate that <laughs> this is my job. I, I'm. But I what have about all the, the people? Card.
5: What about all the people that won't be at game three? There's going to be forty five thousand people there if it happens. What about other people just watching from home? Like, they don't want their
4: doorbell to ring every
3: no. Oh, my God, two that's minutes. a great every point. Every few seconds. Oh, well, you do the bowl. This you do is, the giant no, bowl. This
4: is why I'm bringing this up now. If the Padres make the World Series, I propose that we move Halloween in San Diego <laughs> to Sunday, October 30th. Let's do Sunday day. Sunday day. Why not? <laughs> Dude. Whenever the game's over on uh, – there's no game on Sunday. It's perfect. Halloween, October 30th this year if the Padres are in the World Series. No one's going to want to do Halloween because that's during the prime hours. You go like 5.30, 6 o'clock yeah. the little kids. You walk around the neighborhood for like an hour and a half. I guess you could listen to, you know, earbuds and have Tony and Jesse in there. But this is a world's here. Plus, as Paul said, 45,000 people are going to be here with just empty doors, just going to have bowls of candy is all it, throughout San Diego Is it bad, Halloween.
3: Is it bad parenting to hire a sitter to take your kids out trick-or-treating? And to turn all the lights off in your house... And put one big bowl of candy. I have more root beer barrels than any human being it is, has ever seen. It's
4: bad human being just to leave root beer barrels for people on Halloween. <laughs> I mean, you're just asking to take get as, eggs and as you like. if all you leave out are root beer barrels. Take as many as you kids.
3: like. They're all yours. <laughs> all right? They're working for Bob Melvin. You're
4: inviting property destruction if I, you leave root I beer s- barrels I legit, on your doorstep.
3: I legit would spend $200 <laughs> on candy to just put out on a table. I, I legit would just to turn the the lights up, not be bothered. But of course, we'll be at Petco Park because we have to work. Oh God, more work out at Petco Park. Um, yeah, that's, I don't want to say it's really not going to be my problem, but it's really not <laughs> going to be my problem if that's the case. I mean, if they make the World Series, it will get me out of a wedding and Halloween. I really want this World Series, like more than any human being in San Diego. I really, really need it.
4: I know that's still 10 days away, but it just uh, it occurred to me that we could be facing a problem here. Good problem to have. It's the kind of problems you want for your baseball team. I'm checking my phone for in a October. nasty
3: text from my missus right now. Yeah, because, I mean, she loves the Padres too, man. She wants to watch that game. She wants to go to that game, you know, the first World Series game down there. Uh, yeah, she'll she'll be. We'll both be pretty uh, pretty screwed if that happens.
4: Had game two of the American League Championship Series last night in Houston. The Astros take a two nothing series lead with a three to two win over the Yankees. Both games have been uh, reasonably close, but the Astros have definitely separated themselves now in the series. Alex Bregman three run homer in the bottom of the third. Yankees answered with two unearned runs off Framber Valdez in the top of the fourth on his own errors. Two on one play. Uh, help the Yankees score. Uh, but that was it for the scoring. Aaron Judge narrowly missed a go-ahead home run in the eighth inning. And the Astros, despite Jose Altuve being now 0 for 23, which is a playoff record for futility, yeah, uh, they have not lost. They're they're undefeated in the postseason. 5-0, right? Yeah, yep. they have not lost a game in the playoffs uh, as they go to Yankee Stadium. For game three tomorrow with uh, Garrett Cole on the mound and really what is a a must-win game for the New York Yankees. I got to
3: say, man, I, I'm, I'm actually surprised that both games were as close as they were. I mean, it feels like the Astros have dominated, but the Yanks were a hit away a couple of different times. Uh, they're just – you look at the Astros, you look at their young stars, right, the Kyle Tuckers, the Jeremy Pena's, the Jordan Alvarez's, and then you look at the Yankees, you look across, and you're like, that's the old-ass Josh Donaldson out there. Giancarlo looks a little bit slow. Right now, Anthony Rizzo, who I really like as a player, I always have. He looks still like he wants it, um, and they got a bunch of, of no-name kind of rookies out there as well. So they just doesn't seem like they've got the firepower. But you got Harrison Bader having a career career postseason uh, right now. But Benny, it just like Severino pitched his tail off last night. He did one bad pitch. And, you know, they, they beat you. They find ways to beat you. Their bullpen in, in Houston is nasty. Here's the,
4: here's the problem for the Yankees. And we talked to Eno Saris, and he said, well, I still favor them when Garrett Cole is pitching. Sure. So he'll go tomorrow. But remember, they have the same schedule as the Padres. And Today's their last off day. Today's their last off day. So Cole can pitch today, but even in a game seven, he'd have to come back on just three days rest yep. for a second start. Now, I'm sure the Yankees would sign up for that. Immediately, we get to Game 7. But that's the best-case scenario is that they're getting two Garrett Cole starts with one of them on short rest. What's the layoff
3: between CS and World Series? So if it
4: goes seven games for the National League, there'd be two days off. Okay. And if it goes seven games to the American League, there'd be one one day off. Now, the American League team will host, so they won't have to do any travel. Well, I mean, I guess if it was the Yankees they were playing in Houston, they'd have to travel back home. Right. But, uh, yeah, but then when, a, when
3: do you see Cole in a World Series, Game 4?
4: If, if he pitches in Game 7 on a Wednesday, oh, yeah, you won't see They'll have the same problem then in the World Series where they won't be able to go with their ace in some of the first two games. So but again, if you're like, a Padres fan, I maybe you have a preference either way. But right now, you want to root for the Yankees to extend this series as long as possible. You don't want the Astros to win in four and then be able to reset, you know, Verlander and Valdez and their starting rotation. You want them to have to use Verlander and Valdez again, at some point in this series as well, because
3: unlike our neighbors to the North, Houston has had zero issue with rust layoff. They played an 18 inning game. Like they're just not having any issues at all, nor are they making any excuses. Um, they got all of the benefit of being able to rest, relax, set up their pitching the way they wanted to, and lo and behold, look what's happened. They've dominated the postseason. There's no excuses being made. They're winning. They loved that rest. Dusty Baker was probably elated he got a chance to set up a one against a four, a two against the you know, whatever. Like, it, 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 it's the way that it was supposed to be. They've taken full advantage, which is why they do it. That's why they do it. That's why winning your division is important. Not our fault you choked. So Actually it is our fault you choked <laughs> to be honest.
4: So I think there's only one thing that Woods usually has more opinions on than Padres baseball. We got a little surprise for you coming up next Woods. Oh yes. good. I music, love surprises. Music critic Woods is going to get to chime in on a new San Diego Padres song that is going to debut here on Ben and Woods. Is this a rap? It's not it's not the rap guys, don't worry. Okay. They're not coming in. I hope they don't walk
3: in here at Palace Point Because I've already morning. chimed in on the wrap.
4: We'd have to close the doors. Silly goose. Pull down,
3: pull down the blinds and pretend Let's we're all get not here. Lose. We have a dog in a Padres jersey alert here at Palace Point. Oh, yes. look do have a dog in a Padres Hi. Hi. What's it say? What's the jersey say?
6: Padres, Padres number, number one. He doesn't say them.
4: Manny Machado? Oh, God. God. Dang it, man. We'll be back. Music critic Woods joins us next on ninety seven.
0: All right, I'm ready. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H Track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe.
4: At the heart of the NFL with the In the Huddle podcast, former offensive lineman Brian Baldinger and NFL insider Jason on for a team up with the man who pulls no punches, Carl Dukes. They take you around the league, give the inside scoop on storylines that matter the most and dive deep on the matchups that determine who wins and who loses. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow In the Huddle on the Fussy app or wherever you get your podcast. It's actually a pretty rotten slate of NFL games this weekend, if I'm being honest with you. Really? You know there's only one game. Featuring two teams with a winning record. And I will give you a million guesses, and you probably would never get it. The Jets. I the Jets it. do have a winning record. They do. But they're not playing a winning record Who team. Who is it? The only matchup between two teams with a winning record, the 3-2-1 and one Colts at the 3-2 and two Titans, is this week's only matchup between two teams with a winning record.
3: Name two Titans, or I get to punch Derek you in the Henry. arm. Derrick
4: Henry. Okay. And uh, Ryan Tannehill. Ah, damn Thank it. You. Uh, the best of the rest. Chief, Name two Chief, Colts. Chief, or now Chiefs forty nine. Chiefs 49ers is kind of interesting. I, I can't imagine Christian McCaffrey is gonna play this week. Sure Can he, he, will. Will he play? Yeah. Get a practice in yeah, today. Get a couple and then, practices in. Keep I mean, it simple. Basically, it's like we're gonna hand you the ball. Yeah, you gain as gonna, many yards as possible. We're gonna throw it to you out of, coming out you of know, the backfield. You know, they'll so. probably be blocking to the right on this play. Go that way. Yep. But if you see a hole, take it and go. I guess is. It's would be advice. the plan for Christian McCaffrey. That's good advice from Ben uh, So that's kind of an that's an interesting matchup. Um, Seahawks-Chargers is actually one of the better games, which tells you how weak the slate is this weekend. Well,
3: hopefully we'll – I mean, actually, yeah, we'll be watching on Sunday anyway, right, regardless? Yes. Yeah, we'll be baseball. watching. Baseball.
4: Yeah, yes, we'll be watching baseball, baseball, baseball. at 11.37 uh, a.m. So it'll cross over between the morning games – and the afternoon games in the NFL.
3: Yeah, I, won't, I shan't be watching any NFL. But I'm
4: telling you, you're not missing that much. I, you can yeah. focus on Padres baseball. It could be
3: the best games in the world, and I'm still not watching this it, weekend. It's, Holy just, cow. it's just
4: not that great of a matchup.
3: All right, uh, music
4: critic Woods okay, is let me going to join us. First, oh uh, we will check traffic here oh on 97.3 The Fan. All right, so, Woodsy, this um, this bit of music premiered this morning for Odyssey Stations here in San Diego. It was uh, created by a lifelong Padres fan named Kyle Hildebrandt. Okay. was challenged to uh, create basically a new Padres anthem, totally original. Okay. And since you seem to care more about music than the rest of us combined, I thought you should listen for the first time and give us your honest, no-holds-barred, unfiltered opinion of Kyle's new Padres anthem. So for the first time here on 97.3 The Fan, here's Kyle Hildebrandt. San Diego
2: Padres, San Diego Padres, San Diego.
3: Go? I'm not sure. Know. Let's, go. let's go. It sounds like. Oh, let's let it. All right. Is it over?
4: <laughs> <laughs> that
3: can't be a great <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, that's how much. It's like wine. You don't have to drink a whole bottle of wine to give your assessment, right? You have... <laughs> Yeah, smell, you have a smell. Spit it out. It out and, right, uh, it's really good. You've swished you've the song around. Mm. You've gargled a little bit of this song. So, look, it's better than anything I could do. That, that's the thing about critics, right? I mean, I, I've had guys in my DMs. Your show sucks. All <laughs> right.
4: Well, if that was our job, then we'd watch Padres. Well, they lost 14 to nothing, but it was better than anything we could do, so we can't really criticize. It's, you know, it's hard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I always say this to my wife, you know those that can't do criticize. that's it, right And, uh, and so it's better than, than any and I play guitar. I was singing I've attempted to write songs. they're terrible. So it's better than anything I could put together for a pottery's theme song. Now that is number it, one, it is a massively tall order like it's, it's hard mass- no, it's a challenge. Okay so can anybody and in the room included, it, can anybody think of a really, really cool badass team anthem? I'll wait. Can, uh, for any team where you hear it and you're like, oh, my God. Yes. Now, people use Creed, the, Marlins. Right, the Marlins, yeah. yeah. And so, who yeah. POD so was pretty they, good. They did that Chargers song. It was, right? uh, it this was, was a little reminiscent of that. Uh, so, it's, it, was, it was pretty good, right? Like that Sad POD Sad song was, was good. What do we have? We have somebody back there weighing in? Beat. beat the Mets. Sammy says beat the is that Mets. Beat, beat the, Mets? the Mets. Yeah, great. If you love show tunes, I'm tune, just wild Sammy. about Harry. It's terrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. Now, it's iconic, yes? So Houston Oilers. When Houston you're, Oilers. They
4: always used to all have songs but Well, when you're,
3: when you're tasked with writing an anthem, it's just an anthem, is it's hard to do. So I'm going to give that one. I'm going to give it a C. I'm okay. not going to give it a D or an F. I Woodsy will. Is a
4: tough critic. I, I don't want Kyle if he's listening. To I don't feel want like to hurt his feelings either. It's, no,
3: but it, Woodsy is like he's the tough professor. Kyle, are you to, here? By the way, I don't think he's here. Okay, uh, <laughs> run and hide. Uh, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. It does have. You know what? It reminded me of though. It has a little bit of. Uh, it's going to kill him unless he loves Nickelback. It has a little <laughs> bit of a Nickelback slash Creed vibe to it, and I just don't know how much that plays in in twenty twenty two. But Kyle, listen. Don't worry about me. I couldn't write a song if I had a gun to my head. So a, I thought it was okay, and a I like the guitar. Go, a for
4: going for it. A for going for For putting yourself for it.
3: out there. For taking a chance and creating something new and original. would says, though, overall, C. It's like a C. I mean, but, again, give me a guitar. Put me away for two weeks. I couldn't come up with anything better than that. The goose thing is, you know. You you cringe anytime anyone references I the goose. I, for a guy that loves bits as much as I do on the radio, I really hate bits does that make sense
4: yeah i know this, you yeah f-
3: you like your own bits but i love no my own bits. bits yeah i really don't like like attaching yourself like oh we're the goose so we had the panther thing for a while right the that, swag that chain did not go that the well panther thing, yeah panther. shamanized panther it just didn't work it was a uh Unanimous no from the tier ones. Wasn't. I'm, well, on Twitter right now. I'm sorry, man. Back to the drawing board. You know. Twitter's usually super positive, so this right. is kind of surprising. Yeah, yeah. Shockingly. so odd that Shockingly. Twitter doesn't like something. It's crazy. And I, you know, I, 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 I'm glad Kyle, and I don't want to hurt Kyle's feelings because, again, I thought there was some musical ability there for sure, and I think he's got a nice voice, but it did have a little bit of like early 90s anthemic, Nickelbacky type, type scene. And uh, listen, Nickelback could play Petco Park. They'd sell it out. They would absolutely sell it out. So there's something to be said uh, for that. It's not my cup of tea, well, I Kyle. mean,
4: Gallagher Square, they would
3: sell No, they would sell out Petco All Park. All of Petco Park, you yeah. sure? They're huge. They're huge. There would it's be a, a couple of empty band.
4: sections somewhere.
5: I doubt so it. Okay. It sounds like the intro to Sons of Anarchy. It, it kind of does. Kinda yeah, the intro was good.
3: I liked it. It does. Riding through this world. Now, see, I think that song sucks, Friar too. So. faithful. <laughs> Riding through this world. A goose flies straight. <laughs> Paulie oh, wins this oh, crap. segment. Wally, you
4: nailed out that, out buddy. Thank uh, you. Uh, Jesus. The goose flies
2: <laughs> 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 Uh
3: Kyle, keep it up, man. Don't let us or our mean, mean listeners rain on your parade. We do bits sometimes; they don't work. You know, you go back to the drawing board. But. The key is we always pretend
4: that they work even when they don't. Sure. So
3: or we call out how bad they are. That's the other That's the other strategy. Yeah. This wasn't so bad. Yeah, you notice Everything it on not. our show is either really, really good and funny or, or really, really bad. Really bad. Let me There's tell no you, in between. Let me tell you something. Compared to that rap, that might as well be Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> Compared to that KUSI rap, that song is Stairway to Heaven. Period. The end. <laughs> good point.
4: Yeah. Seriously. The that bar- never... The bar was
3: set so I've extremely never, low. It's like us. The guy, it's like the guy right who over. we replaced twice. <laughs> I mean, how <laughs> how were, how much worse could we have been? You know, seriously. When the, that's the way to go through life, you start with a low bar and it makes you look immediately better.
4: Uh, looking forward to tonight, uh, Ben and Woods here on ninety-seven-three. The fan. We are going to be out at Petco Park where they are having the watch party uh, for Padres fans. And uh, yours truly and Woodsy are going to get a chance to uh mc uh, at the very beginning for, we're tasked with firing up
3: the crowd oh my which god they will oh need my no god. firing oh my, god. Right oh my god oh my god
4: and i believe we're going to chat with some padres alums i know mark loretta is going to be there tonight uh Randy we're going to be out Jones there tomorrow there as well too i think uh, trevor hoffman going to be there tomorrow i heard yep, you said that's so exactly right. we're going to get some more details today but if you are coming down uh, to petco park tonight look for uh, ben and woods on the microphone That's going to be kind of terrifying. I'm going to be honest with you. Not kind of. It's pure. It's
3: going to be really, really terrifying. I I
4: know we've got people here. We've got an audience in their cars on their way to work. But there's people that have no idea who we are. None. But we're going to be sitting there with mm, maybe 25,000. Who knows how many people that are going to be joining us uh, tonight at Petco Park? And Uh, I am going to be a little nervous uh, when we have to uh, when we have to get in front of everybody. Will you curse? No, I'm not going to curse on a microphone in front of 25,000 people. All
3: right. Are you? Do you think I can? I wouldn't. I wouldn't if go I'm Super Bowl, well, how come Jorge can Alfaro can do well, it after a game and Trent Grisham can do it after a game? I can't do it. Just get banished from Petco Park. Uh,
4: we are having a great time this morning. We're here all day at Ballast Point Tasting Room here in Little Italy on India Street. And uh, we're joined uh, Tim? Was it no? Kai. 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 Sorry, Kai. Just if you don't know, just I, guess. I was looking at Paul's phone at the second. Fred? Uh, you're, you're in charge of the place here. Con. Yeah, yeah. The uh, let's turn on. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh. There we go. There you go. GM of the Bow's Point uh, Little Italy Tasting Room. Yes. And uh, great. I mean, I know it's been open for a few years now, but this is a great spot. If you're in Little Italy, craft beer. I love the location here. Um, just fantastic. What more can you tell us? Oh, well, yeah, appreciate it. Uh, next year is going
5: to be a 10-year anniversary, actually. Wow. Yeah, that's 10 amazing. years down here in Little Italy. That's so, incredible. Yeah, we're putting on. The, this is the R&D facility. For uh, Ballast Point. So we have a five-barrel system here on site, and we actually put up a- at least one new beer a week. Um, so there's always something new, always rotating, always changing. So
4: the Swinging Fryer Ale, obviously, is connected, obviously, with the team and baseball. What's, like, the most popular? Sculpin was, like the like, the first one that seemed like everyone went crazy for in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Sculpin's the reason I have a job. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is so. it still the most popular, or what What, what do you see nowadays? Uh,
5: you know, surprisingly, uh, the most popular one here at this location is California Kolsch, which is actually one of the first beers that got Ballast Point on the map before Sculpin. So uh, a good old tried-and-true, still holding... Uh, well with San all the fans and everything. Uh, yeah. San Diego
4: is always known as an IPA town, but people are liking some of the more, uh, like maybe lighter type beers now that, that aren't quite as bitter uh, as well. I, I like expanded palate. You can try everything.
5: Yeah, well, and that's why, you know, uh, Swing and Fryer is so good because it's kind of like the, the San Diego Pale Ale. Uh, that's really become its own style, which is a lighter ABV, lighter body. still has a little bit of hop, but... Not it's like, like an IPA, lighter yeah, yeah.
3: body, little still a little, a little bit little of hop, hop. Yeah, uh, yeah, just a
5: little bit left, just a little punchy. You still have the pineapple. i mostly malt, actually. So pineapple comes out uh, seasonally. So, seasonally, yeah, yeah. So it'll come, it come man. and go. Um, but we always got grapefruit on. Uh, we just had habanero recently. That come, come, comes and goes as yeah. well. That would get so many calls. The from watermelon. Me. I got it on tap right Do now. Do you? Yep. That's we got what it I'm cans, cans. talking so about. You need, a, you need to go home with some. That's what I'm talking about. What's need a 10%er to get you through today. Oh, I love
4: it. Kai, <laughs> love what, it. Are, uh, what are game days like in here when, when the game's on TV? Oh, yeah. We got
5: the, the sound on. Everyone's here sitting in, you know, attentive. Beers are flowing. It's a good vibe. Really good energy in I here. I believe it. It's yeah, an yeah.
3: incredible, incredible space.
5: Man. And then you
4: guys have a kitchen back there as well. Uh, give us some of uh, menu highlights. Oh,
5: well, fan favorite, absolutely, is going to be the Pretzel Bites. Uh, we make our own uh, Sculpin' Beer Cheese in-house, our own mustard oh, as well uh, with Calico Amber. Uh, those are just crazy and delicious. When is that? when is that open? <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Just... Uh, 10 o'clock. Okay. 10 o'clock. They're, they're back there prepping I'm right, right at now, the actually. The show. Yeah. But, uh, sounds... Get I got... back
3: there. Get
4: your hands in the dough, man. <laughs> Come yeah, on, so, man. He yeah, can help out. When you... yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: We'll take you. He's
4: never uh, set foot
5: in
3: the kitchen in a day in his life. Come on. Oh, well, you know and then
5: our, so our burger as well is just like incredible uh we make our own uh, house like special sauce and ramelot sauce oh, in there yeah. uh smash patty pepper jack or american cheese you know make our own pickles too an ipa pickle Ooh. in there yeah some onions i hate you right now for bringing up right, yeah, all this yeah, food I'm, I'm starving uh, now but I'm we're starving a, now yeah we're doing a special though for um the whole series and we're doing a, a chicken tinga torta Ooh, yeah. that now, sounds amazing
4: obviously uh it's competitive with the other ballast point tasting rooms you want everyone to come here to Little Italy. But you do have a number of other... How many other locations are there now in San Diego? Well, in San, so we have the original uh, Home Brew Mart right. in Linda oh, Vista. Yep. we okay. yep, got a tap yep. room there. Right below USD there. Yep.
5: yep. yeah, Absolutely. And then uh, we have the Miramar location, which okay. is the flagship. That's the big boy. You know, you got a hundred... The big f- brewery. Yep. That's a 150-barrel brew system and a 300-barrel brew system there. Wow. Uh, giant giant patio, outside bar. Beautiful facility. Actually, that's where I... I've been with the company eight years. That's, I started and I opened that facility. Um, so... And then it's inside
4: Peco Park, oh yeah, Miami. the draft. Yeah,
5: always got to go to the draft. Always, yeah, before first inning, you know, yep. get that happy hour beer. Absolutely, you'll find
4: me there. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, Kai, appreciate you hosting us here today. All the cheer ones. How about yeah, make a make some yeah. noise? Round you you guys. So awesome. Unbelievable, getting us out here today. And uh, I will be uh, counting the minutes until ten o'clock when I can have some beer, cheese, and pretzels. Thank you, Kai. Um, yeah, pretzels and beer, cheese are definitely happening for me here today. I just
3: got a DM that uh, one of my fellow, one of our fellow morning show hosts in the building, I won't say his name because I don't want to embarrass John from KSON, uh, but he cursed on the mic at Viejas last night for some country. Co- who was playing, like Lady A or something, and, and he cursed on the mic. Let's, let's effing go, Lady A. Let's or? effing go, Lady <laughs> A. Come on, Toby Keith. Let's kick some ass. Uh, that means that I can't. At Petco Park.
4: You can. I mean, it's now, it's John now officially can. authorized. If John can, then I can. It's How do I not get in front of 30? Just 30, because John 30. jumps off a cliff, you're going to jump off a cliff?
3: 30,000 Padre fans, and I can't say, you know. There's kids, though. There will be kids in the audience.
4: What? I'm bringing my child, I believe. Are you? Yeah. No, I'm going to bring mine tomorrow. So he's shirts and bad words. Not right. from his old man. All right. We'll come back. Final hour. Uh, Sammy Levitt's going to join us. All coming up here on The Fan. Stay tuned.